welcome to the ghost gig. Are you sitting comfortably? Then let's begin. Let's begin. We've begun. We have. Can you tell? We've begun. Uh, this is our beginning voices. Is it? What, before we kind of go into our despair voices? Yeah. And, and then there's the denial voices. And then eventually there's the ending voices. The acceptance. Yes. Of, begrudging acceptance yeah. voices. Um, hello. Hello, everyone. Hope you're well. Welcome back. Welcome. Yeah. We've actually done quite well since we've switched the format. We've actually got an episode out every two weeks since. Don't jinx it. You're going to jinx it. I'm sorry. I think we've done well. You all heard her do it. You all heard her do it, right? So just, yeah. Well, Vincent, I have to say that today I put a poll up on Instagram about a video of you sitting right here looking like an insane person. And I did a poll on the Instagram story. Um, as to whether people thought you were possessed or not. And I can officially tell you that people who listen to the podcast have voted that you are possessed. Okay. So I think I'm all right with that. Yeah. I mean, we didn't get that many votes, but it was enough votes. <laughs> it was enough votes to decide that you were possessed. Even in your small sample size, I would yes. accept that, that um, critique. Yes. So thank you, everyone who voted. And also that re- thematically kind of relates to the film we'll be doing in a fortnight as well. Um, in body inside a uh, sort of a, a consciousness inside a body. Indeed, indeed. Uh, that's that's going to be fun. Spoilers. It's not a spoiler because they don't know what it is yet, so no, it's okay. Because um, cool. you haven't been dropping hints. I know you haven't, so it's okay. No, I haven't. Sometimes yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah. Well, it might still happen, but... I, I, I'm learning TikTok. I'm getting into TikTok and I've suddenly gone to that point where you realise why everyone gets really into it and obsessed with it. I've been flicking that's through it. That's quite scary. Yeah, I've been flicking through it today going, oh, this is why. But my whole feed seems to be... People like popping pimples and cats. I, I don't really know that why. That says more about you. Yeah. Um, like, where's the? I need to. F- have they combined yet? Have you seen pimples no, on cats? Don't, no, don't be horrible. They don't want that. Someone cats somewhere might. That. I don't know. Anyway, I need to follow some paranormal bits. So I've got actually some paranormal stuff. <clears throat> but we've got some videos on there now. We're actually learning how to do it, and you know, being down with the kids. So <clears throat> do give us a follow on TikTok. We are the Ghost Gig on TikTok. Give us a follow. There is actually a couple of proper videos on there now well done thank you well done it took me ages to make that sleep paralysis video yesterday that was my day off i spent my day off making us well it would be weird if you did it while you were at work yeah well yeah i think they'd notice yes i think they would lying in bed you know sort of mouthing at the camera um depends who you'd have got to co-star in it and whose bed i was lying in yeah true (laughs) can i just uh thank you (laughs) yeah can can you go away can you go away just let me use your room please leave the wig (laughs) (laughs) again check out our video on tiktok Mm -hmm. if you want that to make sense or you don't oh well or you you i think it's okay if things don't make sense you could just be in beautiful ignorance forever blissful ignorance is is lovely yeah yeah Anyway, yes. today we are going to discuss a song that I think pretty much everyone will know. Yeah. And massive bonus, it's a very old song, therefore we could make a recording of it. Yeah. I don't think we should play the recording yet, though. I think that we should sort of mirror what we sometimes do. Mm-hmm. And I'll set the scene. Okay. I'll take us back in time. Okay. Then we'll have the song. All right, then. All right. I Ooh. feel like this is probably quite a good way Look to go. Look at him taking charge. I know. I did a thing. Did I it? did a thing. Because people, people like I've written songs historically for lots of weird, different reasons. True. Yeah. I mean, upheaval is a big one, and this is the thing we're going to run with. Right. Okay. So, like, let, 
Let's cast our minds all the way back the last couple of years. Mm. Things have been different, and we're bored of euphemisms now, aren't we? Coronavirus made people so, act differently. Are you, are, you, are you, by any chance, speaking about coronavirus? Perchance, maybe I am. <laughs> um, but, you know, major events are one of the big reasons people write new songs. Yes. Um, or adapt pre-existing ones. That's a common thing. In fact, you, you actually now, now I'm thinking about it, you did one. I did. I rewrote We Didn't Start the Fire to be about We Didn't Want Corona. Yeah, and this was like, I don't know, was it around April 2020? Might have been a couple of years ago now. Yeah, it, it would have been it would have been a while yeah, back. Yeah, um, we're not going to play that for you right now. You no, can, you can seek it out. But um, try and find that actually. That was quite good. It was quite good. She but, said. But if you were, <laughs> I reckon that if you would have watched that six months later when we knew more, we knew the vaccine was yeah. coming, it would have all of a sudden aged itself. I did actually. It was weird because I did. I read through the lyrics <clears> about six months later, and yeah, it was like I was like, oh well, because at the time Boris Johnson was in hospital, so I think there was a line about him oh, being in intensive what, that's care. Really early on, then, isn't it? Yeah, um, and sort of. So you that, know, that was only really relevant for what three weeks. Yeah, like, <laughs> there was something about. Um, NHS workers begging for PPE, um, schools closed, kids at home, rainbows in the windows is a lyric I remember. Yeah, well, that, was, um, that was quite prominent, wasn't it? Yeah, so that it was way back early on when Boris almost died. Absolutely. there was um, no vaccine. No, but, you know, especially early on, everyone was quite scared. Very and scared. There, there, you know, there was a massive change in how everyone lived their lives. Or, yeah. you know, pretty much everyone was affected quite severely by it. And this was across the world. Mm-hmm. There was a Ugandan musician called Bobby White who'd um, released an awareness song in Uganda. Uh-huh. Uh, Adam Sandler did things in the US. I know he wasn't alone in that. There were many others. Paul Simon and yes. um, Dolly Parton, of course. They both yep. released songs about... Well, Dolly Parton was rewrote Jolene vaccine. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm pretty sure Paul Simon did something as well. That would make remember. a lot of sense, yeah. wouldn't it? I mean, I remember thinking of like in the UK, BBC Live Lounge or something like that did like a coronavirus um everyone take part like one line each kind of version yeah. of um times like these by the Foo fighters yeah yeah yeah. you know all the things which are very very of their time yeah but they reflect that they are kind of a weird time capsule like, they're all still on youtube and you watch them now you're like uh? yeah. i remember also feeder re-released one of the videos from exactly 20 years before yeah with the same people in it but they're all locked inside their living rooms which yep. in the original version they're all locked inside their living rooms as well because they were like 14 yeah they sent out camcorders to them and they all redid it and it was really weird we won't, that's my main memory we of, won't like, speak those of, kind of videos we won't speak about the i'm still standing that elton john did <sighs> no that Continue. was just sad <laughs> um but you know th- that, was, that was a sizable thing and we, you know that's going to be quite prominent in our memory but um, as we all know or we should know it wasn't the first and it won't be the last time that no you know such events have exploded into history um, people impacted by the AIDS virus back in the 80s um, did a similar thing. They used a lot of music to help them grieve and process what was going on mm-hmm. um, or to celebrate, fight back. Um, many of these songs were actually unheard. Um, there were some songs, there was actually a version of Tainted Love by an industrial band called Coil. Yeah. And they transformed it from being that sort of upbeat yeah. um, Gloria Ooh, Jones Oh, that's clever. Tainted song. Love, yeah. Yeah. They made it into a funeral dirge. Right. Was and the video Ooh. is really overtly about AIDS. Oh. And it's from like 1985. Okay, I'm intrigued to see that, yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll try and find it at some point. But yeah. um, there was also a cover of, well, I say a cover, a reworking of I Got You Under My Skin by a artist called Nina Cherry. Okay. Nin Nin Cherry? I'm probably saying that wrong. Um, she basically just used the reference point of the chorus yeah. to being the virus. Yeah, yeah, that's, um, that's again, clever. But again, clever. It, it was um, empowerment lyrics. Yeah. Um, it was, it's really interesting to listen to. Um, so it's, it's, this is exactly it, to, You know, because we only know COVID and of course AIDS was so enormously huge. huge. Yeah. And there's so many people around us that remember it. 
Um, yeah. Because it wasn't that long ago. But it really it wasn't. wasn't. It didn't happen in our lifetime, so we, we don't think of it so much. Well, not to us in our sort of active lifetimes. No, no. no. Um, winding, but this happens all, a lot. Winding the clock back further. So I'm taking us back. Ooh, okay. Winding the clock back. Yeah. Um, tick, tock, tick, tock. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that. You know what? Given your recent activities, I will allow you that one. I'm down with the kids. Yeah. Uh, in 1918, the Spanish flu, which wasn't Spanish. <gasps> uh, I know, that's not a hot take. I mean, Spoilers. it wasn't Spanish. Anyway, irrelevant. Uh, it killed a third of the world population overall. That's insane. I mean, like f- um, 30 to 50 million is the statistic, statistic I found worldwide. Yeah. COVID, so far, and this is as of this morning, um, 6.8 million. Yeah. Like, dwindling not that that's num- not, tiny numbers. Not that that's not fucking awful no, no, for that's, people who've died. That's but, yeah. a lot of people. But it's... Mm. It's not 50, 60. It's not a third of the world's population. No, it's not. No. Um, so there were folk songs referencing that. I bet. I bet um, there were. We're not going to dwell on them, but um, just to sort of um, make some quick references, the one known as O Death, mm-hmm. which is prominent in the film O Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh. Um, which we should rewatch. Not as Great film. For this. Yeah, wonderful film. Amazing music. Um, there were songs which became, were like the ancestors of the song St. James Infirmary, mm-hmm. which is from like 10 years later, maybe. At least yeah. there's a prominent version, which I think Louis Armstrong did. Exactly, he didn't quite do it like that. <coughs> World, that, oh, beautiful. That, that was, on, that was interesting. It was something. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, there were there were other songs like that which overtly talked about influenza. Mm. Uh, at that point, there was a song called "The 1919 Influenza Blues" by Essie Jenkins. So I don't actually know who she is. No. And Blind Willie Johnson references Spanish flu in "Jesus is Coming Soon." Um. <laughs> So yeah, it was for a lot of people isn't. then, wasn't it? <laughs> well, yeah, oh, yeah. One yeah. f- clock back first. I'm stepping us back. Okay. Narrative. Narrative. So we do often approach older music, especially when it's like pre 20th century, like stuff where there's no audio. Yeah. Um, we kind of treat it as austere. Um, we have this strange kind of like it's dusty as attitude towards it, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But also it's kind of a weird reverence, like it's a museum piece. Ah, yeah. But music isn't really like that Mm -hmm. because it wasn't created like that no but for a while back in the renaissance music was treated as medicine it could temper bodily humors because this is when they still thought that's how things worked um and preserve the listener's health or restore it so very early music therapy yeah yeah music therapy is not new (laughs) that's brilliant it used to be actually called medicine (laughs) i mean that's part of my job is music therapy yeah yeah. but i mean there there are differences and they're significant because Especially in the early Renaissance and before, music was very much tied to the church. Yeah. So it was spiritual healing. Yeah, the sacred and secular, and secular was quite a a brave new thing, wasn't it, really? But loads of composers only became composers in the secular world after mass deaths. Yes. Because they could, frankly. Yes. Um, There's there's things we can look at here which are quite interesting. There's a rabbit hole here which I I I went a bit down, but we won't... Look at us being all, like, knowledgeable. I know, I know. Education. Education. <laughs> that people are turning this off like what the fuck? No, it's okay. I we, we get, we're getting somewhere fun. We're getting somewhere fun. <laughs> okay. I promise. Okay. And this is no, this is I good. don't think this is it's making us sound interesting. In, making us sound intelligent. It's great. Yeah, but like you know, music was used to yeah, try and curry favor with with gods and things like yeah, that. Yeah, of course. Throughout history, actually, still is in a way in the church. People oh, sing very hymns, much so. Christmas very much carols. So. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so it was like a double medicine. You were help. Yeah. Encouraging God to help heal you and using it to heal you directly. Yeah, you know, I know. Like when you I've have seen a... Call the Midwife. I know. There you go. I haven't <laughs> seen Call the Midwife. No. Um, I watch it when you're not here. No, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Um, 
about the Black Death specifically, yes. there is an English folk song called Death and the Lady, which is speculated to be from at least the 16th century. That's the earliest like mm. written down version of it. Um, it's it's about, and get this, I thought this was quite cool, um, about bumping into death, and that's death with a capital D. Death as a person. like Yes. The, the, this the was for Terry Pratchett fans, mostly like yeah. death with a capital D. Uh-huh. Um, while out and about. Um these that's just, there are records of this happening to people and then they would then go and tell their priest and it got written down in the parish yeah. records and things. And it's yeah, people have odd encounters. We know this we know from what this. we're doing this. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> and we're an odd encounter. Anyway. Um <laughs> Thanks, Bumble. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> but, I mean we've like mentioned we've mentioned Black Death a couple of times now, so I bet people have been probably at least a little bit like smirking to themselves. Mm. Smirking, thinking <laughs> I know, like, the greatest Black Death song. Yeah, they like, probably are. And I don't want to completely shatter you oh, here. Oh, you're but... just going to break everyone's hearts now, aren't <sighs> no, you? No, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm going to say, Ring a Ring of Roses, not to do with the plague. But I didn't know this, so I've gone and recorded no. it and written a story no. about the plague. You, so... we, yeah, you're going to hear Alice's version because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's still a creepy song for a start. Absolutely. It's what started this whole endeavour here. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's also, it's called Ring of Rosie in the US, which I didn't know at all. And also, it's in a lot of, because I've been working with an Irish lady recently, and I've been listening to a lot of Irish music, and there's a lot of Ring a Ring a Rosie. Absolutely, yes. A lot of I've that, heard that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But it's in a lot of the songs. It's either that it or, you know, I feel like it was like a. I feel like it's a regular vocal. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. know what the would be, but yeah, it's a. Tu ra lu ra Exactly that. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, scholars, they, they, they've. Decided actually they can't find any real sources from before World War Two linking it to plague. Oh, that's disappointing. It's really odd. Um, yeah, there's, there's almost no sources that are from you know later than mid twentieth century. The symptoms described in the song don't actually fit Great Plague symptoms. Right. We do know what you know. It yeah. Well, oh, yes. pretty pretty well you, recorded. You will isn't get it? to know about those in great detail I later. You'll be glad might. to hear. I thought we might. Um, it's got a lot of a variety in its forms. Uh, there's actually almost the same tune with making references to roses and to the same, it's suspected anyway, the same melody across Europe. Maybe it's about hay fever. Ring a ring of roses, a pocket yeah, full of posies, maybe. a tissue, a tissue, we all fall down. I, I mean, mean that's, the, that's with, the English version. Someone with terrible hay fever just being knocked out by hay fever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that stands to reason, doesn't it? But actually, like the French version, the Flemish version, don't follow the same thing. They, they make reference to roses uh-huh. and the dance is almost always the same. And in most places, they dance around a rose bush. Thank God we don't have to dance. We can't hear. The microphones will get tangled. Yeah, true. Um, but, although, but I think it was in Austria. I might have that wrong. Maybe Switzerland. Um, the game was different. The, uh, a girl would stand in the middle and they would be yelling instructions at her as part of the rhyme. Right. And then she would have to peck on the cheek their favourite, who was then going to go in the circle next. Okay. So it would, it would go like, you know, that's a simple game. Yeah. As I say, there are many different sort of permutations of it and variations with roses being a constant theme. Right. But... Yeah. It's my favourite Oh, there's also some... Yeah, yeah. There's also a few vulgar versions noted, but not actually written down before the printed version appears. Shame. Um, I would love to have seen them, yeah. but I can imagine why when you have to print things and yeah. it's expensive, you probably don't write the NAF versions down. Yeah, shame. Um, shame. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, as I said, it's actually pretty similar to other ones across Europe. So... There are a few solid reasons that actually scholars don't think it's to do with plague. Okay. Even though plague did cross Europe repeatedly yes. and was obviously very significant, this is one of those few songs where it's probably one of the, like not quite an urban myth, but 
it's become common knowledge, but actually it's not knowledge. It's just mm-hmm. something people say, which is a bit of a shame, I think. It is a shame. Because um, even in, you know, in Ghosts. Yes. Um, BBC TV show Ghosts, they have a little plague girl. Who, they who do. Wafts around and she sings Ring she Around does. the Roses. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's really ingrained. Point, yeah, really, really ingrained. ingrained. Um, I'm not sure how recent these kind of um, developments in thinking are. Mm. Um, and it, I'm, I'm sure it's not universal. You know, this, this, is, this is scholars arguing. Um, but I did think it was quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, as I say, this is where we started from was Ring Around the Roses. Yeah. Because um, it does sound creepy. It does. It just, it just does. Do you um, want to hear I'd like to hear you being creepy, but I thought I'd set the scene here okay. um, and then unfortunately dash it before <laughs> we actually hear well, it. But you're still gonna I get... do want to provide context you to it. You are going to hear Ring a Ring of Roses how you've never heard it before. Uh, you know what? You know, Let, let's, you... Just, let's just throw ourselves at it. Okay. You know yeah. how you said like, don't, you know, don't worry too much about it because, you know, it's just a nursery rhyme and well, you know, I kind of got carried away. Ring a Ring of Roses, a pocket full of poses, a tissue. We all fall down Hatch, we all fall down The king has sent his daughter To fetch a pail of water A tissue, a tissue We all fall down I don't know why. I just like I want to put it to a reggae beat. I thought you were joking. Um, no, you've, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I will say you're aiming for low hanging fruit, but yeah, you probably made my favorite version of that song. I kind ever, of, I kind obviously. of, I kind of want to sort of half apologize because it's completely, you know, different to anything. I don't know. There's probably other reggae versions of it out there. I mean, that's 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 definitely more ska than reggae, but that's a, that's I'm thinking ahead. Oh a God, you're such a pedant. Oh I, my God. The tempo, it's the tempo, but yeah, that's I fine. Know, that know. was still a really cool version. I like ska. I really liked that. I played <laughs> all the trumpets myself. Absolutely, yeah. Played that. I uke. wonder why you got that out of the roof. I know, yeah. <laughs> I covered you there. I covered you. <laughs> um, I had so much fun making this. But Clearly, it's the most ridiculous thing I've recorded. I think. Um, so yeah, there's all that I don't extra. Know, I've heard bits. some of the weird things you've recorded. <laughs> yeah, true. It's all those extra bits as well about you know the robin and the marriage and you know so well, like many folk songs they just added verses didn't yeah. they because you just get inventive and you create a new yeah. one. There will be reasons behind it, but obviously we're focusing more on the myth about it being about the plague which is not so yeah. actually quite a cheerful song apart from honestly you, it is so what is we all fall down this is the thing yeah i would like to know that because that is the i feel like that's the line that really lends itself to people thinking yeah. oh it's about something nasty so and like well maybe so you didn't actually come across what they don't actually know why they say we all fall down i didn't go rooting around too much maybe they're drunk i'll be absolutely a could tissue, be the a tissue, case. we all fall down there you go. When your hay fever thing hay doesn't fever. sound entirely bonkers. Although I would say hay fever is probably not something people would have really noticed before the 20th century. Hay fever, Allergies weren't so much of a thing. Hay fever and then drunk. That's what it is. They've all gone to a wedding. They've all got yep. hay fever. They all get pissed and fall down. Mystery there solved. There you go. Yep, yep. Alice has solved the problem, there everyone. Go. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's well, the daytime? 
Um, good day. Thank you and bye bye. I don't know. No, don't sign off yet. She's got more. She's I got do, more, I promise. All right. Well, that that is pretty interesting. Um, mm, and I really enjoyed that. As Thank you, you know, because I was, you know, I was so just sure that it was about the plague. I found a plague story. Um, but it's okay because everyone kind of associates this song with the plague, whether it is about the plague or not. Everyone thinks that it is. So. I, I think going forward, it's going to stay associated, even yeah. if scholars point out yeah. the pedantry. Um, yeah, it's going to be tied together, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Because you know, I always thought it was something to do with um, the witch doctor with the uh, the long nose and having herbs. So was it uh, herbs and herbs and stuff in the nose to stop it? It was a him often, but yes, him. it was it was to clean cleanse the air. Yeah, yeah. Because it was supposedly smells that carried the disease, wasn't yeah. it back then? So, um, but no, in the same way that to some people the riff from Seven Nation Army is a football chant, like. This yeah. song is always going to be associated with plague. And I think yeah. that's fine. Yeah. So would you like to hear a story about the plague? I mean, I, I think that's in keeping yeah. with what we do, don't and it's, you? There's a little bit of history here as well. And just warning, there is uh, quite a graphic description of plague symptoms here. So if you... So if you're eating porridge... Oh, yeah. Maybe wait until you're finished. Does, it's not until later on in the story. It's not straight away. I'll, I'll give you a warning when we get there. Okay. Are you ready? Absolutely. And then let's begin. The Black Death, also known as the Bubonic Plague, was the deadliest pandemic ever recorded. Around 75 to 200 million deaths were thought to be caused by it. It peaked in Europe between 1347 and 1351. Then it reared its ugly head many times over the centuries, most noticeably in London around 1665. The plague wiped out almost a quarter of London's population. That's around 100,000 people back then. The disease was extremely painful, and of course, back then, people did not know how to treat it. Therefore, most people who caught it were very likely to die. And there are still cases of the plague being reported to this day, but of course, we now have modern medicine and we can cure it, thank God. Mm. But for those poor people hundreds of years ago, most would suffer a horrific and agonising death. Unsurprisingly, there are many ghost stories associated and centred around the plague. Absolutely. Yeah, and then everyone's going, oh, there's the ghost bit of the ghost gig. <laughs> yeah, so far it's been history gig, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's been about music, so it's all right. We're within our... The you know, lurgy gig. The lurgy gig. No, we've been about music. We've been on brand. Yeah. It's been fine. So we're going to go to York. Ever been we to have York? A, I have not been to York. I'd like to go to York. I have been to York. It's beautiful. It was a long time ago. I would like to go back, actually. And um, Can you take me with you? I, yeah, well, that's what I mean. We could go together, possibly. That would be nice. If you don't annoy me. Um, it's one no of promises. The, it's one of the most haunted cities in England. I actually went on a ghost walk when I went to York. It was a long time ago, though. I don't remember ghost, much about it. Ghost walk in York? A ghost walk in York. How was the ghost walk in York? I can't remember too well, but I think Too it was terrified? Uh, don't know. Just a long time ago. Um, so, we're going back to York, and this is where our rather sad ghost story comes from. Okay. Okay. Now, York already has a reputation of being one of the most haunted cities in Britain. If you were to take a stroll through its streets today, you'd still find many medieval buildings lining the roads. It's a fascinating place, full of spooks and ghost stories. I do remember that. It is rather beautiful. And you've got a lot That's of That's what makes it look compelling. Yeah, gorgeous. A few hundred years ago or so, plague was the way of life. In the 16th century, it's believed that 5,000 people in York succumbed to the disease... With so many bodies to bury, they were laid to rest in mass graves outside the city walls. One of the homes in the city has become known as the Plague House. 
and it's still standing today. You can go and visit it. Okay. This is a rather grand building near to the eastern end of Yorkminster. It stands with a stone front and an oriel window projecting outwards. In the 1950s, the house was occupied by a man and his wife and their two kids, a little boy and a little girl. A full-time nurse also lived at the address. This woman claimed to be psychic. She spoke of being able to see things that others could not see and hear things that other people could not hear. Recipe for happiness, this is, Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't long after the family had moved into the property that the nurse began to hear strange noises coming from the bedroom, the one with the oriel window. This, of course, was the children's bedroom. It was the sound of a child crying, sobbing as though its heart might break. However, if you were to hear this coming from a child's room late at night, you wouldn't think it that strange, would you? I mean, you'd probably go in there to check the. You'd go in there to check, but you wouldn't. You wouldn't be freaked out, would you? Think the kid's crying, wouldn't you? Yeah. So carefully and quietly, the nurse would follow the noise, nudge her head round the door, ready to comfort whichever child was having a nightmare. As the door opened, the crying stopped abruptly. There, her eyes would be greeted by the sight of both children sleeping soundly in their beds. The nurse glanced quickly around the room. There was no one there. This became a regular occurrence. After about six months after the family had moved in, the sound of crying came again, but much, much louder this time. The sound was so desperate and full of sorrow that the nurse dashed up the stairs, flung open the door and burst into the room. As always, the children lay fast asleep. But the nurse had come into the room quick enough, just in time to catch sight of the little girl by the window, dressed in rags. The child disappeared almost instantly, but the nurse had seen her. There was no doubt about it. Frightened and confused, the nurse left the room and wondered what on earth she should do. After some serious thought, she decided to say nothing. After all, people would only ridicule her, and she might even lose her job if she appeared unhinged. So, the years went by, and the incidents happened frequently. The nurse told no one. Then, one day, the children went to their parents with a rather unusual complaint. Please, Mummy and Daddy, please make the little girl go away. She just sits on the edge of the bed and she just cries all the time. I mean, that would be annoying. Yeah. Trying to sleep like you snoring the other night. Yeah. Yeah. Let's try and get some sleep, man. Unable to contain herself, the nurse suddenly blurted out everything she'd been experiencing the past few years. Perplexed, the parents listened to the children and the nurse. They all agreed it was best to move the children into another room. Then they decided to engage the services of a medium. So one cold, windy night in November, the family held a seance. From that session, they discovered something very interesting and some very sad facts about their home. Back in the 1600s, the building was occupied by a merchant and his wife and their little girl. She was a pretty little thing with blonde hair and blue eyes. In those days, the plague was very much an imminent fear throughout Europe. In England, the bubonic plague was known affectionately as the Black Death. Affectionately is an odd choice of word there. I don't know. We all call it COVID was Corona, wasn't it? You know, I don't know. We we all COVID-19. We gave it nicknames, didn't we? Rona, we called it, didn't we? You know, I suppose. Weird, but you do, don't you? 
If you aren't aware of the symptoms of this vile disease, please do allow me to enlighten you. Please do. Are yeah, you yeah. ready? Yeah. <laughs> Bacteria. Hang on, let me get my bowl of custard. <laughs> oh, God. I want to eat some trifle all of disgusting. a sudden. Disgusting. So here, anyway, this is actually pretty grim. So if you've got a, you know, if you're not great about hearing about this kind of thing, then maybe skip forward a little bit. <laughs> Bacteria transmitted by fleas and rodents attacked the lymph lymphatic system of the body, causing lymph nodes to swell and erupt into angry sores, known as buboes. These would appear under the victim's armpits, the elbow area and the groin region. As you probably know, these sores would weep with mucus and pus. As the disease progressed throughout the body, these sores would get redder and redder, then darker and darker, until they were black. Eventually, the poor victim would suffer a horrible, rotting death. If the disease took hold of the person's lungs, the death was particularly nasty, as the lungs would fill up with infected fluid, causing the victim to literally drown in their own phlegm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Told you it was a bit grim. As you can probably guess, the plague visited the house with the oriel window. The merchant and his wife succumbed and both became gravely ill. As much as they tried to hide their disease from the neighbours, which obviously wasn't very successful, the locals soon caught on to the fact that the disease was now in their community. Terrified of catching it, the townsfolk marched to the house armed with wood, hammer and nails. Without a second thought... They boarded up every single entrance to that house, every window, every door, trapping the sick family inside. The merchant and his wife died very quickly. But the little girl was one of the lucky few to have some kind of natural immunity to the disease. She did fall ill for a while, but then made a full recovery. But then, in some ways, she wasn't lucky at all. There was only a very limited amount of food in the house and drink. After a while, the little girl got very hungry and thirsty. With her parents gone, she began to bang against the planks of wood nailed to the door, screaming to be let out. But no one was brave enough to come to her aid. They still feared that the little girl was infected and would pass on the deadly disease. The girl's crying would be heard for days until the house eventually grew quiet. So that poor little girl would have died a very long and lingering death, starving and dehydrated, Perhaps she even died clinging on to the decaying bodies of her parents. So now it's said that the child haunts the plague house to this day. Apart from the crying noises, there have also been many reported sightings of her. She's been seen many times gazing out of a window, a glowing figure in rags with a tear-streaked face. In life, she was unable to leave the house, and it seems in death, she still can't. Hmm... That's a pretty good story. It's really sad, isn't it? Horrible. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, the Plague House, it's, uh, there's, I actually sort of got this information from a YouTube video um, with a, the, the uh, York Master who does ghost tours. And, uh, oh, wow. So you okay. can go around and visit because there's loads of different places in York um, that are haunted. So this is part of the uh, tour. So, Fair enough. Um, yeah. yeah. It's just so sad. But yeah, I mean, God, there's nothing more freaky than like, kids crying disembodied kids crying or laughing actually that's also freaky yeah i mean basically just small children it's yeah. quite scary but you know yeah. also it's very scary for her being shut in a house without Dreadful. food and drink with rotting yeah. parents but you can kind of see like why they wouldn't let i mean god it's awful but yeah if you was terrified that she had the plague you probably yeah. wouldn't let her no, out no, no, would no, you? no. you'd think well she will die anyway 
and I don't want to catch it. Yeah. Precisely that. Or, I mean, they weren't to know, but the fleas that were, would have got to her parents and given them the infection would still be, and if she was immune, they weren't. Yeah, so true, true. It, they would still get out. Yeah. I still remember, like, during COVID, like, the f- terror in people's faces if you coughed or sneezed or you know, anything like that, you know. Um, I had to still go into work during COVID, and which means I had to go on a bus and go on a train. And, you know, if there was another person oh, on buses there. Buses during COVID were horrible, weren't they? Yeah. So I just, if, if you coughed, and, and it was, I remember in the summer, I had really bad hay fever and I was really coughing and sneezing. And yeah. the look on people's faces, like, yeah. they, I think they'd quite like it, to have shut me up in a house, you know. So, some of them were like, you might as well just chat in the middle of the yeah, bus floor. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's just hay fever. I actually right? started saying to strangers, I've got hay fever, I've got hay fever, I've got hay fever. Because, yeah. you know, I just... Well. I'm not sure. I, mean, I feel like many probably had a similar experience there. Yeah. And thankfully, you know, this is one of those nice things where you can look back and go, oh, wasn't yeah. that daft? Wasn't yeah. that weird? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goodness knows if you'd have to do that now. Do you know what the, the most ironic one was? Was when, do you remember when I had my first vaccine? Mm. I had it earlier than everyone else yeah. because um, I work with vulnerable people. And um, the first vaccine made me feel really shit. And um, I was on a train and I was talking to you on the phone, I think. And I said something like, oh, I, st- I still feel really ill. And like two people got off and moved away from me. And I was like, ah, fine. I've just it's from the vaccine. They gave you a space. It's like, it's from the vaccine, not from. The- oh, that was the most ironic one. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you're right. I mean, we're very lucky. We can look back on it and, you know, we're lucky enough to kind of not have like, you know, been too badly affected by it. So, but I can totally see as, as horrendous as that story is, I can see why. They yes. didn't let her out. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's hard to argue that it should have been done a different way. Yeah, as exactly. Unpleasant as that is. I yeah. mean, they probably should have provided some food through a hatch or something. If it, you know. Well, they probably were scared to even kind of like open yes. it up in case, you yeah. know, the virus or the, the, the fleas as came far out. As they thought, the they smell, d- yeah, they d- Yeah, they, you know, they didn't know what caused it. So, no. yeah. So, there you have it. There's a, I mean, there is so many areas of plague ghost stories and like you oh, said yes, you were talking yes. about plague parties earlier there's i think we'll definitely come back to this I, subject me- can we redo that and don't mention the plague parties okay sorry because we want it to be interesting okay i mean there are so many different i mean there are so many different areas i think we'll probably come back and do another episode on the plague at some point i mean it's going to come up at some point yeah isn't it? there's, it's a huge subject there and there's so many different plague. oh sure there's many there must be um Yes, there's so many different avenues to explore. Yeah, it's it's a really significant part of history, and yeah, I mean, I was I was sort of thinking artifacts oh. like songs. I think I was sort of going, oh, I'll, I'll do a couple, but there was so many and they were so detailed. I think, yeah, definitely come back to this subject. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even without the ghost, the ghost side of it, like the plague was pretty horrific. You oh know? yes, just just without any paranormal. Oh, it's it's that's true horror. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, well, I hope you don't feel. Old feel too sick after that description <laughs> yeah, of, don't of don't having hate us. plague. Yeah. Don't hate us. I did warn you. I did warn you. I feel. I think by most this point, most people are aware of the symptoms. We learned a bit in school, didn't we? Everyone else did. Uh, it's probably okay. I remember okay. seeing a film about it in school, and I was like, "Yeah!" Like <laughs> that, you know. Um, but I hope you feel justified by that ghost story because it's a good ghost story. It was a good ghost. I think it was a good yeah. ghost story. Thank you. I might be biased, but I think it was a good ghost story. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> um, don't touch me. I'm joking. <laughs> Just stroked your arm. I'm trying to be affectionate. I'm joking. I'm sorry. It's what people like to people enjoy banter and pickering. <laughs> Makes us sound real, doesn't it? We are real. Yeah, I don't know. I've been watching a lot of catfish. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm fairly sure you're real. 
Uh, yeah, but are you real, Vince? That's oh, I don't know if I'm real, so yeah, you haven't know. got a chance. You've never, you've never agreed to meet up with me, so yeah, who knows? No, I'm, I'm not here really. <laughs> um, well, that's that's it really. So I don't know if there's anything else you want to add. No, I think I think we've tidied everything yeah. up. Yeah, pretty enjoyed, well. Enjoyed Sorry for shattering any delusions people have. Well, yeah, I mean that's. Really and uh, if it turns out in future that actually it is a plague song, then so be it. You can all come and like smack him. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just going on what people are saying who are learned about these things. Learned. Yeah, I know. <laughs> learned. Learned. Cool. Well, we will be back in two weeks with our movie we shall. episode. We shall. It's a good one. And as I said, do give us a follow on TikTok if you want. Yes, on TikTok. you know what? Let's let's yeah, let's push people to TikTok because it's it looks fun. You're having a lot of fun doing it, aren't you? I don't think we're going to be able to stop her, everyone. You make me sound like so a, we, we might as well enjoy it. You make me sound like a like doddery old lady. Like, well done, Alice, for doing. <laughs> no, no, nothing like that. I, Oh. You've not done video editing before and you've managed to put together a, a no, comedy sketch immediately. So like, that's pretty good going. Thank you. Give yourself some credit. Thank you. Thank you, Vince. Thank you. Okay. Don't touch me. <laughs> God. God. <laughs> right. He's anyway. He's me. <sighs> this is anyway. Our life. This is our life. We're getting married. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Anyway. Um, yeah. So give us, a, give us a follow on the socials. You can email us as always. Go gmail.com. Yeah. Um, send us your spooky stories. Send us your film recommendations and your song recommendations. Or just say hi. Yeah. We are very friendly. We are. We are. We don't stroke everyone. No. Only if you ask nicely. Very nicely. We will speak to you soon. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye.